Being a parent can be really challenging. It's normal to feel uncertain about whether you're doing the right things to raise healthy and happy children. That's why Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them build confidence in their parenting journey. Everyone deserves to have someone they can turn to for support with parenting. Visit ChildAndFamilyResourceNetwork.org today. This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Sinistering Club. The podcast where Edwin Salmon, Andrea Farrell and I, Trevor Brown, ask the big questions about movies that society for years have deemed to be classics. Questions like, what should have been left on the cutting room floor? Or, who could Tom Hanks play in this movie? If you like us, then give us a follow or subscribe from wherever you've downloaded this from so you don't miss out on any further episodes. And if you really like us, give us a five-star review. And if you really like us, then why don't you show your support by joining the Headstuff Plus Network for as little as €5 a month. And in return, you'll get bonus in-stream content along with other bonus content from all the other 30-plus shows on the network. So, check it out. This week on the Cinestream Club, Andrea and I are joined by US comedian extraordinaire Erin Magatti. And she joins us to say, feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme, get on up. It's bobsled time. That's right. It's cool runnings, man. We're looking for a sponsor for the first Jamaican bobsled team. <laughs> Their dream was to compete in the Olympics. <laughs> But they chose a sport <laughs> they knew nothing about. Great. Very good. Who let know if I'm enough? When you cross that finish line. Where did these guys come from? Jamaica! You'll know. Cool Runnings. Andre Farrell. Aaron McGatty. Are you That's guys that. in my Zoom room? I'm feeling rhythm. I'm feel. I'm hearing a rhyme. I see two people wanting to talk about cool runnings. It must be podcast time. Uh, that is very smooth. <laughs> is that a good intro? I think that's a good intro. Yeah, think... it's go- gorgeous in this in this room. I'm I'm happy I don't see any Ooh. Swiss in here. Oh yeah, nasty Ooh. Swiss. <laughs> good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I do see all white people. So yes. <laughs> let's do an Olympics. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, look. There you go. Uh, we're, look, for our listeners, we are here to cover Cool Runnings, um, a movie that I suppose I had fond memories of until I rewatched it. And then it's like, oh, <laughs> memories are weird. How, uh, how, how we remember things that Disney told us were the right way to talk about things. Um, so, look, we, let's just get into it. There's good things, bad things. Um, but we always start with what does the movie mean to you? What memory does it evoke? Where does it bring you back to? Um, I'll start. I tend to do. I do remember enjoying it. And then I remember a bit on it. Those days when. I don't know if you get this in the States. Or if you got this in the States Aaron. But like in Ireland. There always seems to be like one day a year. When like maybe half the teachers just call in sick. And collectively the school realizes they don't have enough teachers to mind all the kids so they just like put all the kids in one room like in a, like a <laughs> like a hall or a gym or something and they just like feed us food like popcorn and yeah. sweets and they just put on videos all day and they and they just smoke outside looking <laughs> in the window to make sure we're okay so once a year 
Yeah, that happened in your school. In primary and secondary school. Really? That's really funny. We had like a teacher work day, but we wouldn't go to school in those. Maybe in smaller places. I've never, never heard of that. I'd say it was like once a year, there'd be like a a teacher's night out or something midweek and they'd just be all hung over. All the... (laughs) All the young—it was always the young teachers that wouldn't show up. But um, but we watched it anyway on one of those days, and I just remember like a hundred kids in a gym, like just laughing constantly, and the feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme quote was just quoted for like two or three weeks, like you know, in the schoolyard and stuff. So yeah, like a, like a lot of memories of it as a kid. Um, but obviously rewatching it, bit of a different present lens now, being applied. Mm. It's a different movie, but we we can get into that. But Aaron. You're the guest, so what about you? What's what's your memories and connections to this movie? Well, I uh, I'm almost identical to you, Trevor, in that like, I mean, look, I chose this movie. Uh, I chose this. <laughs> this was on me. Um, you're, you're, taking, I was, you're taking this for the team earlier, and I, I like that. yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and I'll admit, I was uh, I was I was flustered when I was like, oh, I have to choose a movie, uh, and and uh, <laughs> the obvious movie for me would would be Labyrinth. But I've talked about it so much that I was like, oh, I should do something else. Um, but yeah, I'm similar in that like I don't have so much a memory about like the first viewing of it as I do about being a kid and renting it or I think my family my mom went through this phase where she was really worried about how much television my little brother and I were watching so we had like these (laughs) poker chips that we earned through the week for doing chores and different things and we were allowed to watch uh like a half hour of television if it was a blue chip or an hour (laughs) if it was a red chip and if we (laughs) if we saved up our chips then after church on Sunday, we could go to Kmart and buy a little Caesar's pizza and p- pick out a VHS. And I think this was one of those contributed to situations. your gambling addiction in later yeah. life. <laughs> I was going to just say, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why there's a blackjack table <laughs> over like... your shoulder there. Okay, yeah. it all makes sense now. I, I get yeah, this. I know. Yeah. I know. Uh, yeah. I mean, the irony being that my parents were both teetotalers and my dad's a preacher and super anti-gambling but the stuff that me and my brother would do with those chips that sounded <laughs> gross but, like, <laughs> but we would um use them to 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 bet and gamble with but uh yeah i just remember this being like a surefire oh this is going to be a fun vhs to watch yeah. Back when, like, it was a Sunday afternoon and you had to pick out a movie and you have 20 to choose from. And I remember thinking that Senka was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think it just made me re- feel really alive uh, as, a, as a kid. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I feel, could do anything. Yeah. Whoa, this is life. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I I do agree that, um, like, uh, the, 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 is it Sanka or is that the character with the Sanka, Sanka. Coffee? Yes. is the name of the character. Which yeah, it's like when yeah. you watch an Irish movie and it's like you know, you know Paddy McGarnell, yeah. Tiddly Idle Uh Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I remember in the school when we watched it and every line he had like just slayed and it like yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, and again, we can get into it, but like all the little problems with the film. It's also that thing of like, it is a kid's movie. So they're trying to make it very general and broad. And sometimes when you paint with broad strokes, you paint cliches and you paint, you paint stereotypes. And, and <laughs> that's obviously what Disney does pretty well. And well is a bad, 
choice of words. But um, they do they do casual yeah. racism very well, don't they? <laughs> They do. It's a it's a well structured uh, inspirational sports film for kids for kids for yes. kids of the nineties. <laughs> and yeah. sentence full stop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah and it's one thing. And actually, just as an aside, um, I don't know where you watched it. I watched it on Disney Plus, and mm-hmm. Disney Plus have started putting in these like things, like a, they preface certain movies with a little disclaimer to say. We're sorry, we're sorry, we're sorry, we're yeah. sorry, we're sorry. Please still watch it. <laughs> but please enjoy. <laughs> but please enjoy, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they do it for Pinocchio and they do it for 101 Dalmatians. Um, and I was kind of like scanning that right. film for problems because of this of this disclaimer. And Because uh, Pinocchio, I can see the problems and other ones. 101 Dalmatians, I was trying to find the problems. But with this one, they didn't... It's like they just... They weren't thinking or they bypassed it a little bit. And maybe, maybe over time, it might become one of those movies that has that disclaimer well i think it's because yeah it's like it's the overall idea that's outdated so you'd have to like yeah you know it'd be like putting a disclaimer in front of cinderella that says like this isn't what women should aspire to you know like or sleeping beauty like if a woman don't approach her for for smooches (laughs) although maybe they probably should put that at the start of that film Yeah. yeah Probably, yeah. This isn't heroic. It's predatory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Andrea, what about yourself? Where does it take you back to way back when into the world of Baby Dre? So, Aaron, on, on most episodes, I do like a kind of a review from memory because what I've learned from doing a podcast about films is that I'm really bad at films and my memory of them is just really really awful unless i watched the film yesterday it's just so bad I, I mix up films all the time you know i get excited about the fact that we're going to be watching a certain film next week and then i put it on i'm like oh this is not the film i thought it was so i actually got it pretty right like my my memory you know my plot memory um from being like six or seven or whatever was pretty on point a bunch of jamaican lads down on their luck one day decide to start bobsledding people laugh at them at first but soon they become surprisingly very good the quintessential underdogs they get to the olympics and they get to the final that's that was you know i don't even know if that was the final they were in um but they've amassed a massive following um but they crash and have to walk to the end (laughs) but they are still the winners in our hearts and then i thought i knew the you know the thing they say before they push the cart and I wrote <laughs> feel the rhythm feel the rhyme come on boys it's bobsleigh time with the com- <laughs> come on boys <laughs> come on boys come on boys come on boys let's go girls uh, yeah, that's pretty bad. I, though. You, you kind I, of, like yeah. I do look back on it very fondly, and when I watched it back mm. again, uh, now I, I drank, for, I drank properly for the first time last weekend, like as in like had more than two drinks, uh, and I was really, really hungover and emotional watching it, and I cried all the way through. Did anyone else have that experience? Well, I, I'd say to, all the way through. Ooh. 
Yeah, yeah, that's it. All the way through. That's, <laughs> that's more of an emotion. That's I, more of a. a I started. I, I started crying <laughs> from the moment that they try, they put on their uniforms, the black and green um, spandex uniforms, and I was just like, oh, a, yeah, "They're fifty minutes so, in. That's they look so good. Uh, they look so good. <laughs> I'm so I'm so proud of them. Yeah, yeah. I I I got choked up actually. Um, at the end, but more for just John Candy. The, the picture at the end when the camera zooms in to the black and white on the wall, and John Candy is there with his armor yeah. and the guys. Um, I got a like, a, like, and at that point, I was probably my fourth glass of wine. So I was like, you know, am I? <laughs> did I just have a bad day in work? You know, am I tired? You know? <laughs> um, am I happy with where yeah. where I am right now? Uh, like, I but I did. I when I when I saw the photo of him smiling uh, through the and. I like I was um, on his Wikipedia page as I was watching it, and I could see, oh God, okay, so he nearly died at this point, and then I went, oh God, mm. this was the last movie that was released when he was alive. The other two movies they were uh, released post uh, yeah. post um, so yeah, it just and and as I was watching the movie at the start of the movie, I was thinking, oh, this is quintessential Candy. It's his last great performance. But then the more I watched it, like there was moments when I could kind of see. Like it was kind of this weird meta thing at the start where like he was playing this kind of like you know um vo- uh, they didn't really get into the fact that he they didn't say that he was explicitly a, a big drinker or anything but you just got the impression that like he had yeah, he had voices you know up. he was a gambler yeah he, he was in a bar yeah. the stubble um and he like he did just like of all the movies i've seen him in he probably like doesn't look the best he's ever looked in this movie so i just felt like the fact that he died a year later it, it, that was gonna. Mm. Hit, that was hitting me a little bit when I was watching it, and then when I saw him smile at the end in the black mm. and white, I did. I actually, I did get choked up. It was. But, um, but uh, I, I, um, kind of yeah. gasped when he first came on the screen. I thought, I've never seen him look so bad. Like I know he was, he was a a big guy yeah, and so, always yeah. a big guy. But I don't know. I, I, he looked like extra big. Or something in this film. Well, I think it, his hair was like he—he he, he was meant to look disheveled, so his yeah, hair was long, he had stubble, and I—I I think it, I think that whole look just made it. You know, because he, mm. he's usually quite clean cut in all his movies. Well, from the movies that I remember him from, like he—he's always got the clean shave, yeah, yeah, tightish hair and stuff. So, um, yeah, he just looked a bit disheveled, and that kind of added to maybe how how he was looking and then just knowing that it was at the end of his life effectively I think he was 42 Christ he was 43 or something like that so God so I didn't realise he was so young when he died I know. such a big man yeah. as well like yeah. height wise you know wasn't he like he was over 6 oh foot. yeah even 6'3 or something oh yeah like he was some pretty I felt like he was the tallest there like even um like even is it Leon Robinson is the, the like the main <laughs> the main actor? I felt Candy was taller than him, and like Robinson's a tall guy as well. So yeah, no, he he definitely seemed um, like yeah, a, like a, a Hagrid. If if he had been alive when Harry Potter was mm. getting made, he could have he could have played Hagrid without without yeah. being <laughs> uh, without being yeah. yeah there's a big yeah. Hagrid energy for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. My favorite candy performance is the Little Shop of Horrors when he's that cameo yeah. when he's the radio host with the mm. weird world. I remember I remember watching Little Shop of Horrors and seeing and it's his entry to the movie is at that point of all that all musicals have if like it's a I, I love Little Shop of Horrors but like and I I really do love it but it's not like 
the best musical of all time or anything but it's just but it is a good solid musical but it does have a slight dip in the middle and it's like they knew that and they brought candy in at the perfect moment just to yeah. kind of like grab the movie by the scuff of the neck and kind of lift it for a few minutes so i definitely felt that totally uh, yeah it's a, it's a great weird film that's a great weird film yeah yeah absolutely let's let's switch to talking about that yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm okay. We need a segue. Alan Menken uh, did the music, and he's a Disney guy. And now, okay, pivot, pivot, pivot. Let's jump first. Here we go. Okay. Uh, suddenly sank. Uh, oh, suddenly sank. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pushing the bobsled. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. So we move on to, for your consideration, we do have a cutting room floor and i feel that there'll be a couple of <laughs> snippy snips of film floating its way onto the floor <laughs> uh, but just just to kind of get the, the good stuff you know try and extract some good out of this um if we are and we have this thing Aaron, called the back alley oscars so i like oh yeah well, okay that's it yeah yeah <laughs> it doesn't have to be dodgy to get in but it's basically like there is any category you want i i had i had uh, it's funny, I, I make my notes as I watch the movie, so I had John Candy being the ultimate John Candy, and arguably his last great performance, and then I have another bullet underneath it saying, actually, no, I'm very sad watching this. <laughs> so it's like, I, maybe, maybe I'll take that point away. Um, but is it the best crescendo applause in movie history? <laughs> the best slow, it's, it's best, slow clap. Best slow clap. They invented it. It's a true, they, they, true I think the slow film clap. Invented it. Oh, yeah. I was wondering. I was like, is it, I, yeah. I, it was such a slow clap. Yeah, and it actually had. And the guy, was it the Swiss or the Russian guy that did? Like he started the clap, and he was like looking all stern, and he's like, and even as he was clapping, it was like he was like a robot, yeah, like, like a Jurassic like bunny, like but like on on lutes. Uh, you know, really, really <laughs> slow, uh, really, really slow clap. But yeah, is it the first? Is it? Is this? Is this? The I mean, it can't be the first. I don't know. I, I'm sure. I'm sure it came up earlier, but it definitely wasn't. It probably wasn't as cliche. Yeah. When the movie came out. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. it's a classic it is, slow clap. It's yeah. It's a really good uh, slow clap. And then the only other thing I have for your consideration is the the best John Turtletop movie. Um, <laughs> because hey look I'm a, I'm a huge turtle top guy and um, I know <laughs> it's disgusting <laughs> yeah, the hard shell the soft belly I'm in baby uh, no but um, like no it is like I'm looking at his filmography here like the last 10 years he did The Meg um, Last Vegas which was that kind of like uh, Robert De Niro um, and um Oh my God, Catherine Cedar Jones' husband. What's what's his name? Um, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. Mickey, Mickey, yeah. Mickey Dougie. Um, <laughs> so it was like that really bad version of The Hangover, but for older guys. He, right. he did that. He did National Treasure. The the uh, while you were Nicholas sleeping. Cage movies. Is that right? Yeah. The, did you do while you were sleeping or sleep? He did while I was gonna. I was gonna say yeah. He did while you were sleeping. That's probably the only contender. That's possibly a better film, but I I haven't seen that film mm. in maybe 20 years so I can't yeah. I can't opine um, have you guys seen While You Were Sleeping? Uh, not uh, not yeah. in my grown up life That is is that when yeah. um, a guy <laughs> gets kind of hit by a train and then he's in a coma and then she she yeah he, get, he gets knocked and out she of sits, there she sits at his bedside and his and whole family are coming in and she creates this whole mental story that she's his girlfriend yeah, well, she she has his 
wallet and she lies about being his, I actually watched this recently <laughs> she, she, she lies about being yeah. his fiance so she can uh, be in the room oh because while he is sleeping mm. she is talking to him and is talking to him all lovingly and the nurse overhears and I think she's like joking about being his fiance I mean it is a bit <laughs> it is a bit unstable the the scene but the yeah. the the nurse overhears and so then he's in a coma and when he's in a coma she falls in love with his brother and then he comes back from the coma and he doesn't remember anything and it's a whole you know what happens um <laughs> but it's uh i'm not gonna say it's a great movie but it's but it's it's pretty all right it was a big hit <laughs> like, like so, so did... I, I like i like sandra bullock yeah yeah and like this turtle up guy like he um Three Ninjas, which is a big kids movie. I remember. I remember that as a kid. Oh, I remember seeing Three Ninjas in the movie theater. Yeah. Uh, oh, you saw it in the movie theater. I I, I saw it in the video. Um, three Ninjas, Cool Runnings, and While You Were Sleeping was his like three, like his trifecta back back to back in the <laughs> mid nineties. That's a pretty good middle of the road run for those kind of movies, you know. So um, yeah, he's had. It's such a funny oeuvre. It's such a like such a mixed bag. Yeah, but it's all very like. 90s white cheese isn't it like yeah. you know what I mean that kind of like ultra kind of like white man's view on the world and what a comedy should be with all the kind of family crappy cliches built around it and everything um, for sure yeah and even Three Ninjas I, I can't remember too much about it but I'm imagining there's probably a <laughs> there's probably some stuff in there as well you could unpack you know? uh, yeah oh yeah. Yeah. yeah oh yeah for sure yeah. for sure uh, what about you guys? Oh. Anything to add to the Back Alley Oscars for your consideration? Erin, I'll start with you. Uh, yeah, I'm really stuck on uh, on the name Back Alley Oscars. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about things that happen in Back Alley. Um, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I, I really... I'm going to say that this film actually had a couple really enjoyable, dare I say inspirational monologues yeah a bit yeah yeah good shout yeah you know, yeah um there was the uh the the scene between yule brenner and quick question about yule brenner <laughs> is it established that he's given himself that nickname or that that is his actual name the names in this are so weird yeah. and the like rival bobsled guys his name is like evil Ghoul. <laughs> it's really yeah. strange it's like a darkwing duck uh, villain or something like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i'm gonna say uh, you know my back alley oscar is going to be for the coordinated uh wardrobe because <laughs> like the 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 clothing that all the guys wore and like I was not sober <laughs> when I was watching. I was in a, a different. I was in an altered uh, state of mind, <laughs> and I just kept on being like, "Oh, the palette! This palette! Yeah, Look at all the yeah, orange yeah. and the different spaces." <laughs> um, okay, yeah, but you you did mention um, inspirational speeches, so I do. I didn't write it down, but when I was watching um, when. Leon Robinson's character was talking to John Candy about uh, cheating and stuff, and like, yeah, like why did you cheat? You had two medals, and he had John Candy had that line, um, you know, yeah, I had two levels, levels. I had two medals, one to the third, <laughs> and it was something like I can't remember. I didn't write it down, but it's like if you if you weren't enough before the medal, you're not going to be enough mm -hmm. after the medal. 
Um, and I thought that was a really nice line. Yeah. And it's a real kind of, it's not a trope of these movies, but these kind of 90s movies tend to have those like moments where it's like, and now it's the emotional scene. And it's like they get this other screenwriter mm-hmm. in for 10 minutes to say, give us some gold uh, and th- that we can just sit on top of all this yeah. other shit um, just to kind of, <laughs> just to make the audience feel like these, we, can, we can invest in these characters. So, yeah, and that, this movie had it. And I did know I did like that scene where John Candy got all, got all serious with them. And any time he got serious, it's like I, again, I was just like, I was reading too much into it, but I was just assuming John Candy was in a bad place and from doing a bit of... Oh, God. Well, yeah, he was like saying goodbye. While I was... He, was, he was speaking <laughs> to me personally <laughs> through the screen. Yeah. And you're like, how can I say you? It was you? a cry yeah, for at help, guys. Said, Trevor, you don't need five drinks tonight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, no, I, I felt um, I felt some vibes from John. I, I, I'm a bit emotional over Candy. He, mm. He's my Candy crush. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> um, oh, Dre. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's the, the, that's the kind of drops I, I drop. My, this, my, my backup. My... Hot, talk, hot take Trev. They call me Hot Take Trev, Aaron. Oh, that's what they call me on this pod. Trev. Hot take Trev. Yeah, get the fireworks <laughs> thing wishers out. <laughs> Andrea, um, what my, about you? My what uh, you back got? alley Oscar. I think it's best unnecessary drama from John Candy. You know when 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 they first arrive um, to Canada and he's walking through that this kind of glass runway and he bumps into his old teammates and stuff. And the way he pulls him to his side, and oh, he's yeah. like, mm. oh, you got to talk to me. you got to talk to me. You know that revolving restaurant thing? Meet me in there in half an hour. And it's just, it's so dramatic yeah, yeah. and really <laughs> unnecessary. And then yeah. it cuts them up in the restaurant, like just having a big old dinner. And it's like, yeah, so basically I need a bobsleigh. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so basically uh, uh, I uh, was wondering yeah. directions to the men's room. It's like, it's real... Such a deflated, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a, yeah. I like that. that, that's going in, that's in that, that's a, that's for your consideration, Dre. I, I actually felt when I was watching this, oh, that's such, like, a, they probably made that up, it's, like, they, they're making these guys sound like they're, you know, but then, in the research, I realised that they actually did turn up to the Olympics without a bobsleigh, they, they actually, they had to source one when they got there. Right, but there's certainly plenty of drama there for, like, a bobsled team of these four guys who have never... Bobsledders yeah, like, and all the drama the around that, you know, like more the, mental and comedy worthy as well. Yeah, they were recruited yeah. from the army. But, but, but <laughs> one of the team members um, had never bobsled before. I think they went over for the two man sled, and then when they were there, one of their brothers um, was was just over supporting. Like he, I think he he was going to college and he flew up to support them. And they were like, oh, I don't know if we're going to get get anywhere with the two-man bods. So they just rec- recruited him and the other guy that was with them. They trained him <laughs> in like three days. Right. Yeah. Three like, days. no wonder the flipping oh, thing flipped. Smokes. You know what I mean? Like That's crazy. <laughs> three days training yeah. for the Olympics. Yeah. But did, did, did you see the inter- Did there were being interviewed yes. at one point, like the real dudes. And um, when they were talking about the three days, the uh, interviewer was saying... Oh, like, and like, how did you manage to like compress all the information, distill it down in three days? And they were like, no, no, that's, like, that was more than enough time to tell him because that's all we knew. It was just like, <laughs> like, one day would have been enough. Cutting room floor. Snip, snip, snippy, snip, snip. Well, <laughs> uh, well, I, we were just talking about like the, uh, the, 
the the climax of the film where they crash and then carry their bobsled across the thing. I hated when the Swiss guy like was clapping and then like shook his hand and was like, we'll see you next year. And Leon's like, yeah, sure will. It's like, no, fuck <laughs> yeah, that yeah, guy. Yeah. Ra- racism is okay yeah. if you, once you clap at the end. <laughs> It's, like, it's also like, don't don't yeah. you have other stuff to do? It's the Olympics, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, Isn't yeah. this a big moment for you? It's just so silly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I get. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And I'd have to say the whole bar fight scene, mm. I really disliked, and it, it and it made me uncomfortable seeing how they they you know they obviously put these. Jamaican bobsledders in this, uh, or or non-white people in this country bar, <laughs> you know, yeah. and and be- yeah, yeah, because it's a kids movie, they can't say like, yeah. this is what's happening here. <laughs> yeah, but like that was just it, silly. It's a lot, yeah, a line dancing bar. Like they're they're, yeah. they're actually line dancing. Like I, yeah, I, it's only when I was like um, when I watched it, I kind of that didn't really that kind of passed me by. And then earlier on, I was just trying to remember. I, I, I was trying to remember the line for um, "I see pride, I see power, I see a badass mother who won't take uh, no crap from nobody." So I was just trying to remember what the line was. And when I googled it, it brought me to that scene because that's during the during the toilet of that bar. Yeah. And it's only when I was watching it there a couple of hours ago, I'm like, "Yeah, why are they? What are they doing in a in a cowboy bar? <laughs> it just makes no sense." <laughs> and why would yeah. they go to a cowboy bar? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? yeah, like and. If John those Candy, Canadian cowboy know, bars, isn't that particular, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Was line dancing a thing uh, in the in the mid nineties in the states? Was it, uh, yeah, yeah, it was a huge. It was a huge thing. I assume like there there are probably also country bars in Canada. But the the confusing thing is like, wh- I mean, what do you think of when you think of athletes hanging out at the Olympics? You think yeah. about the Olympic Village, yeah, right. Like that's where they spend all their damn time, and you yeah. we'd be able to see all the other athletes. Yeah. But instead, they're like, "Sorry, no Olympic Village this year. There's just this country bar where you get a drink ticket." Yeah. And chicken wings. And you'll meet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> honky tonk. Honky <laughs> the honky tonk Olympi- Olympic Village. Uh, hon- uh, yeah, it's like I in when I was about twelve. I remember there's I I don't know Trey, were you the same? There was a bit of a wave of line dancing going around. Gar- in North yeah. Dublin. And it's like <laughs> Gareth Brooks was every, shaking yeah. things up. <laughs> oh yeah, and like I would have been um, wearing these like really tight jeans, like going to like the local community centre to do to do line dancing, and it was just like and I think I think we're all ten. It was probably we we're probably ten, and it was just like a lot of ten year olds in the community centre with Gareth Brooks playing, and this like <laughs> this like you know middle-aged lady um who was really into line dancing was showing us beat for beat how to get all the moves right and th- that that was all of ireland for about six months and then it was just then it just <laughs> it was like it was like tamagotchi or fidget spinners but look line dancing had a place in 90s ireland for six months but to your point aaron doesn't have a place in the olympic village shouldn't be anywhere near it <laughs> they, they should they should hang out at the village and that's where all the fun is because you hear all the stories about the olympics like that's it's like fucking yeah it's party town totally and you know it's also with the olympics lots of different <laughs> cultures <laughs> yeah you know yeah yeah um i don't know i don't know yeah um i also have like a just an aversion to that you know be, being an american 
and I don't think you have to be an American to have an aversion to that to that scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I lived in Texas for a short while as a kid, and we had to do uh, line dancing and square dancing in PE every <sighs> single day. Oh my god! And then I swear, I swear that to God, like they split up the boys and the girls, and. <laughs> <laughs> it was just I was only there for one year and half of the year we were doing line dancing and square dancing and the other half of the year they split up the boys and the girls and the boys did American football and the girls did cheerleading and I am not joking oh my god Jesus Christ well I'll tell you I have a story like well not not that not quite like that but when we were in sixth class which is about like 12 they the, the teachers um, figured that they better tell us about <laughs> sex um, so, <laughs> that, I'm picturing just these drunk, hungover <laughs> teachers. Yeah, they come in from a night out and they're like, "Oh shit, let's tell them about sex today." They um, put on a movie; yeah. it's inappropriate, yeah, and they're yeah. like, "Oh, <laughs> oh shit, we have." Yeah, we better. Oh. That's my Irish. That's my Irish. <laughs> yeah, impression. Better... <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're all like, <laughs> "That's actually my Andrea impression." Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, <laughs> my uh, so they 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 got all the girls and they brought them into the gym. And they told all the boys that, oh, the girls are going off to talk about basketball. Um, and then they, <laughs> and they told the boys that we're being brought off to talk about football. And there was a championship coming up and stuff. And so anyway, we got brought into a room and my headmaster came in and he was like really nervous. And we were like, what? Like, what? why is he so nervous? He's usually such like a commanding figure. <laughs> and he started kind of pacing around the room and he was like, oh, he, was, no. he was sweating and, he, I, and, I, and I swear to God, right, it was like, it was like two hours. And after about a half an hour of rambling, he started saying, okay, well, you see, um, you know, like your mother and father. And we're like, <laughs> yeah. And then he just pivoted and he goes, so they really, they, they're going to be watching the county final. And he just like went back in to talk about football. And then it they was might have like a few drinks and, and go to it, the room and, and get a bit of frisky. <laughs> no, he he started, <laughs> but he started talking about football. And by the end of the conversation, it had derailed to the point where he just was getting the lads up to the top of the room to like shoulder each other, so he could like show what a good shoulder was. Oh, so we just thought it was a really, oh, we just thought it was a really fun chat about football, and we got physical at the end. And then, oh, and then it was lunchtime, and we all went into the yard, <laughs> and all the girls were there whispering to each other and they're like oh did you just talk about it and we're like oh yeah it got really physical and we're shouldering each other and, and we're like wait what are you what? and we're like did you just talk about basketball and they're like no we talked about periods and babies and stuff and we're like what what's a period and it was like so like they <laughs> so and then, appar- uh, and then apparently like um like the girls kind of had to know because their bodies will be you know they'll, they, they need to know before the fellas need to know so oh uh, we'll tell the girls and we let second level education deal with the boys. But so that was that was the only yeah. moment in my oh life my as a kid gosh. when I got kind of when there was a bit of a split between boys and girls. It's, it's, that's the only time we, that ever happened. We were never we were never <laughs> told. <laughs> that I is was never told about. I, I was told yeah, about the, a period. <laughs> we'll, t- we'll tell you after the podcast. Yeah. We'll break it all down. Yeah, yeah. I we'll, we'll have have an after pick up on the streets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In your research, did you see? how jamaicans feel about the movie uh, what i pretty what i, I, I based yeah. it off so i i just looked at um interviews with the real the real boys the like the the re- uh, the real team so that's I, a good, I was that's like smart. right let's see let's yeah. see if it's offensive let's see how they feel about it 
and because there was it was an anniversary year of the film a few years ago and so they were all interviewed and um they really loved the film they 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 were joking about it at the end well sh- sure yeah. i mean they had a film made about that yeah. but that doesn't mean that it's not offensive but that's that's so nice that would be pretty shit one if they of them um, all feel bad which yeah. one ed devon Devin Harris, he's now a motivational speaker and he loves the message that the film puts out there. Um, their one fear when they were told a film was being made about them and about Jamaica and stuff, they didn't want any portrayal of the stereotype of the weed smoking Jamaicans. And that's and then that didn't happen. So they, I think there's one reference mm. when when they arrive in Canada and the because it's so cold, you know, there's uh you know yeah oh, he was right. like what are yeah, you smoking man i'm breathing i mean sink sink is like a stoner character. yeah but it is it's not but you know yeah it's like they just deleted out the spliff it wasn't like they were all you know that yeah 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 stereotype they were all joking about it and they they were like oh our favorite part is how the film portrayed it as a um, mechanical problem that like you know it showed like a a loose, a loose <laughs> screw, and it right. basically was like down to mechanics that they that they crashed, and they were like, "Oh yeah, it was a loose screw." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we like that change in the film, yeah. you know, and it wasn't down to inexperience yeah, on the slopes. Yeah. yeah. So they had a good laugh <laughs> out of that. Growing up, mm. when I watched it, in my head, I don't think I thought it was weird that Jamaica, like, I didn't know where Jamaica was. I was like, yeah. They're, they've got a bobsled team. And I remember thinking, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, like, Ireland clearly has a bobsled team. Do you know that Ireland was in the bobsled <laughs> Olympics that year for the first time? So for the for, in really? 1988, for the first time, a team from <laughs> Ireland also entered the competition. However, just 10 days before the oh, opening ceremony right. took place, its entry was cancelled <laughs> by the Olympic Council of Ireland without explanation. Oh... And then, yeah, so this story was told wow. in the 2020 documentary Breaking Ice. I have to watch that. Wow. Their entry was yeah. rescinded. It's like, um, yeah, it's like, oh, Jesus, what are you going to say to the Olympics committee? Uh, just oh. tell them, uh, oh, Jesus, just tell them that. Just, just oh, say fuck, nothing. Jesus, just, just, to, <laughs> just delete, just delete the letter. Can you delete it? <laughs> the only other thing I had for the cutting room floor was, again, it's just a cringy scene where the guy, um, oh, God, Aaron, you said his name is like the fake name that we're saying. What? Uh, Yul Brenner. Yeah. Yeah. And you know who Yul Brenner is, right? Uh, the real one or the guy, the actor? The the real one. The guy who yeah, bent like spoons? A, the... he... <laughs> no, Yul, Yul Brenner, who's in the in the King and I. Yeah. And he's... You're I think of Yuri Geller. Yuri, Yuri, uh, Yuri Geller, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I... yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you'll you'll better the the oh, the actor. Yes. That's why I was like the naming in this movie. It's it's just so odd. Yeah. And calling like, someone Senka Coffee, calling a brown person that's my, Senka that's, Coffee. That's my oh, yeah. floor. It's like it's based up. on a true it story. Is. I really don't see the point of changing their names. Well, because they they made it into a totally different. Yeah, but the, narrative. The, but, the, the, yeah. but the thing about the the Yul Brenner thing, like. Like, Senka is meant to be, like, the kind of goofball character, right? And he's, like, the kind of guy, you know, with the egg and all this kind of stuff. But then, out of nowhere, like, you, you'll run her, like, he's, like, the tough guy. 
but then they 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 show his character as being a bit kind of stupid as well because that whole scene where he says he wants to live here and he shows a picture of Buckingham Palace and they're all laughing at him <laughs> and it, I'm kind of like you're kind of watching it yeah. saying like like it just it's a bit cr- it, it was just a, it wasn't a very funny scene and I don't know what they were trying to do or achieve by just showing that this guy I know they wanted to expose that he had ambition and blah 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 and then, I think they were trying to just endear to have it make sense later that he was going to defend Franklin. Yeah, I think that's yeah. the only reason why they had that scene. Yeah, but it was just a it was just a weirdly executed scene. Yeah, yeah it was really weird yeah. and really like <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was really it was really strange. And I wanted to know where he got that picture from. Like, yeah. can you not read? <laughs> like, yeah. what is the implication there? Like, was that wasn't he didn't find that in a uh, like, did, like a home? Yeah, did he cut, did he cut it out of the newspaper or something? Or it just like yeah. it's just there's so much to unpack from that. And I was thinking about it, and I'm like, what are they trying to say with this guy? So yeah, and I and I get it. Yeah, they're trying to show make you sympathetic towards him and show the connection between the two characters. And but yeah, it was just weird. Um, I just yeah, yeah. Me. But what is the idea that he's he's a tough guy because he's dim? Yeah, that's it. Like you know what I mean? It's, it's uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. That, that got me a little bit. Yeah. It was a bit sad. That was a bit of a sad scene. As it was well when he realized. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's also like, wait, is he actually unwell? You know, <laughs> again with a cup, but yes, exactly. And yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, like if somebody on the street of Dublin showed me a picture of Buckingham Palace and said, "I'm ambitious. One day I'm going to own this." You'd be, yeah. you'd be thinking, okay, we, okay, sit down for a second. We, yeah, we, we have, have to try. <laughs> Favorite quotes, like I one that made me laugh, and again, it feeds into the whole candy thing and how I was kind of torn with how sad I felt about John Candy. But, <laughs> but, but it is a funny line when he's um, listening to the horse race at the start of the movie. And uh, and it's it's a it's a line that's been done in other movies, but when he's listening to it, and he's like, "Come on, come on, come on! I really need this one." And it was just such a pathetic, yeah. like, <laughs> "I really, I really, yeah. I really need this one." Uh, <laughs> it just made me laugh. And then the other line that Candy had, where he um, he goes, "Gentlemen, this is a bobsled, sort of." And it's just like his his just his delivery. Like he was just he always elevates the material. Like you know he's um he, he's yeah. very good and he he kind of got all the good lines. Uh, what about you guys? Mm. Do you guys have any memorable quotes or any favorite lines? I mean, the 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 one I remembered from childhood and and still love is uh is at that first initial meeting where he shows the 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 reel of the old timey oh yeah bobsled and everyone crashing and then everyone leaves and then Senka and Yul Brenner get into it and Senka says why don't I draw a line down the center of your head and make it look like a butt <laughs> oh yeah 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 <laughs> yeah 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 I'm very bad at delivering lines <laughs> but that one yeah. uh, you, 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 kind of, you kind of said it in a sassy way it was kind of like a it's like a kind of well you know what that was just, that was me wanting to do the Jamaican accent <laughs> yeah Yeah. and then i also liked i mean it is from that very contrived scene but uh in my state the the scene that we were just talking about with the with the buckingham palace but Mm. um i found it kind of like profound in my state which was yul brenner saying you're going nowhere and you're thrilled to death about it yeah 
you know, I thought that was kind of poignant and I was like, oh no. Yeah. I was sitting there and I was like, Ugh, I'm high watching <laughs> cool runnings. What, what, uh, yeah. what, what am I? Um, and then last thing, and I think, I think this is maybe my favorite line from the movie just cause it's so, so stupid. But on the final day of the Olympics, the commentator starts out his thing by saying, Oh, Canada, <laughs> indeed. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Over to you. Someone went, someone went home at 3 p.m. that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Canada, indeed. Yeah. I, yeah, the... Um, <laughs> Send it to the printers. That's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Lock script. <laughs> lock, lock it in. Lock it in. What about you, Dre? Do you have any other lines it's to throw into the... the the, Mega mix. My favorite quote was just a simple one that I <laughs> didn't remember from my childhood, but um, it is—it's the same scene where he's showing all the footage, the old footage, uh, to the boys, and he's like, "Gentlemen, a bobsled is a simple thing," and somebody just heckles, "Yeah, so's a toilet," and they all start laughing, and I, I. I don't even know why that's funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How did I miss that? That's perfect. No, it's good. So is the toilet. It, it's, what? Yeah. What's your, what is your point, sir? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, are you, so you can do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That, that is very funny, that line. It's, it's, it's really something that you'd hear in, like an, in, a, in a classroom in Ireland. It's just a, a really... <laughs> a really stupid yeah. retort like that you could and you can use that line in any context yeah. and it's always going to be funny you know something, like, that's, yeah, that's yeah. something that could be shouted yeah. in a pub that's so the toilet yeah there is some there is something kind of irish about that isn't there that's good it's good oh we're just yeah, going to claim that we're just yeah, going to yeah. claim that yeah yeah when i was yeah. when i was a teenager it's very yeah. much like a take yourself down a peg yeah of, in yeah. ireland uh or in my in my school the big line that everyone would use would, and I think across Ireland, it was just no matter what the teacher would say, somebody would always say, "Yeah, your face. That, that was, was a big it. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like, the, like, no wonder they yeah. were alcoholics. Oh, yeah. Like, teachers. you know, as everybody knows, the history of, uh, you know, Northern Ireland and Ireland is very complicated. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. your face, miss. I love I that. Like, <laughs> use it in every, every, every <laughs> scenario. Yeah, yeah, it's always an easy. Oh, excellent burn as well just call it i know this isn't the point but like if you're yeah. you call someone's looks complicated oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah how good looking at oh it. yeah complicated yeah. is such a it's such <laughs> a you have to break that down okay it evolved to yeah so's your ma when i was in, when i was in secondary school <laughs> so's your, so your ma yeah so it, so's your ma so's yeah, your yeah. Is there anything? Oh, is there anything we don't understand about the movie, like poor exposition or, or plot holes? The, the the only thing that I ha well, there's two things I had. Um, one was like John Candy was disqualified, like in, in his backstory was was like you know thrown out of or got a medal taken off him for mm. putting weights in the sled. But mm -hmm. in the sport of bobsledding. Uh, you're actually allowed to do that. It's perfectly legal. Uh, there's a minimum and a maximum weight allowance, and if you're below minimum, mm. you can put in weights to bring up the weight. So it's 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 totally legit. And if you're even like mid weight, you can still add weights up to the maximum once you're within the parameter. Now, unless you went outside of the parameter, but that's a little plot hole. It seems like the, the boys trivia. and girls at Disney uh, didn't do their research. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they should have had the first city fact huh. checker. Fact checker. Uh, on, on the on the on the blower, uh, and then the, the other thing I had was like, and I just missed it because I, again I was watching it, I was kind of drinking. Um, why why were they just why were the the actual guys 
disqualified. Like, remember, he had to go into the boardroom and go, inspirational speech, and then... What? Oh, yeah. Well, they... I missed that. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't... Uh, it, it was like a contrived reason, but it was that they hadn't competed in a uh, an official race before. And John Candy was like, but yesterday was yeah. the official race. Oh, uh, okay. I missed that. And they were kind of just moving the goalposts. Everyone's so focused on this one team. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the whole, like, structure or framework of the Olympics is out to squeeze them out, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 and even when, they are, even when they arrive and John Candy is, like, trying to get directions and people are just straight up ignoring him, that's really strange as well. Yeah. It's like, this is, this is yeah. so, such a weird, toxic place. You'd assume, I mean... Obviously, it's for the film. Show how shunned uh, he was. I assume people at the Olympics are all yeah. really excited to be there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like they're all robots walking around. It's like, yeah, it's like they go from Jamaica yeah. to this set of Man the High Castle or like The Handmaid's Tale or something. You know I mean? right. it's like they go to this different universe where everyone's like, yeah, like Swiss or like, you know, German or whatever. And they're all just like robotic and... What are you doing here? Yeah, it, it is weird. And and the, and the rea- yeah. in reality, um, like that year, Andre, you touched on it, but like there was there was like two different teams competing um, from the Caribbean in other bobsledding events. They weren't in the four man division, but they're in the two man yeah. division. So it wasn't like right. groundbreaking that like it was groundbreaking that it was a Jamaican mm. four man team there, but there was also a two man team from the West Indies, and there was a two man team from. And Netherlands, I can't, I can't remember the name of the, of the country, but it's a small island on the Caribbean. Yeah, so. that, that's what's so weird. Like, I know that those guys like the movie, but it must have been a trip watching it and being like, well, what? Yeah. Well, we, we weren't treated that badly. Yeah, like, it'd yeah. be funny to see a movie, like, if you saw, if there was a movie made of your life, uh, like, your life in primary school, yeah. and you had no friends in the film and everyone was like, get out of here, you weird fucko, you know? And the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. And you're like, people didn't hate me that much. Like, do you think I should be yeah, hated? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the message. Like, clearly you screenwriters <laughs> think that I'm yeah, hateable. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. Aaron, you might not be familiar with the jingle jangle of metal that comes from my pockets at this point. Um, but at this point, Andrea and Ed or whoever else on the show, here's a bit of, they hear a bit of metal twinkling about and it's me getting my keys ready for the vault. And, uh, you know, if you've heard about this vault, Aaron, it's a very illustrious place. It's where all the best movies go. But before we open the vault and put the movie in, I like to kind of broaden the lens on how we look at this movie and think about what the wider community <laughs> think of this movie. So I go to the one source, the one source of movie Hollywood Town that everyone likes to go to on the internet, IMDb, and I see what these guys have to say uh, about these movies. But not the not the actual reviewers, just the just the people that like to you know have a username and talk about the movie. So. We tend to focus on the one-star segments, the one-star reviews here, just to kind of give a bit of flavor. Now, yeah. Cool Runnings, funnily enough, even though it's a, it's got like a 7.2, I think, rating on IMDb. I, I can be corrected there, but it's, a, it's in the 7. Which is pretty good. Um, there's not a lot of... It's pretty good, but it, there's a huge... If you look at the... You, I'm a bit of a stats guy. If you look at the, um, if you look at the median of the curve, uh, if you look at the, if the way the, it's like a bell curve. So it's like it's, a, it's all up in the sevens. Mm. There's not a lot on yeah. in the extremes. Not a lot of, 
not a lot of outliers yeah. in the day. Outliers. There you go. Somebody's uh, somebody did some sick signal <laughs> training. Um, so <laughs> there's only one one star review in the whole thing, and unfortunately. Yeah. It, you know, it's, it's an okay one, but I'll read it out. And then there's another one um, that's a bit more up the chain, a higher review, but I'll read that one out as well. Title of this review is Cool Shouldn't Be Used. In this movie. <laughs> Which is a pretty, yeah, it's a pretty good title. Um, Got him. Nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, so Dark 1010, Dark Dash 1010 is the username. Uh, 10th of October 1999, when this movie review was 1999. articulated and. Mm. We didn't have the internet in 1999, buddy. Before Will Smith dropped that hit record, (laughs) uh, Will 2K. Um, Jesus. So this movie was awful. Just flat out lame. I didn't want to see it when it came out in theatres. Thank God I didn't waste my money back then. And I ended up seeing it on video (laughs) with a friend that had it. I was around 13 when I saw it, and I still thought it was lame then. Not funny, just lame, not (laughs) Cool. Bit of a... <laughs> that, that's it. Bit of a lame review. But look. I mean, this guy was like, wait, this movie's called Cool yeah. Runnings? I'm going to see yeah. dogs on skateboards, smoking cigarettes. I'm going to see... Yeah, I, yeah, I'm going to see The Fresh Prince. I'm going to see, you know, Zach from yeah. Saved by the Bell doing, well, a, doing exactly. a timeout. Was that <laughs> written by one of the, the generic um, uh, European competitors in the film? Should be called... Uncool runnings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Soviet, Soviet yeah. pushpot, uh, twenty twenty. Uh, yeah, red star bobsleigh man. Um, yeah, no, just just dark ten, dark ten ten is his name. Um, and then the other review. Um, I won't tell you the rating he gave it just yet because it it maybe it maybe chuckle when I when I hear the rating. So the the title of this review is again leaning on the. I like, I, like, I like these people's play with words. They're they're good with the old okay. language here. This this guy's this guy's flipped the lid on the on the logic here. He's saying this movie is as cool as ice, which is um, you know, <laughs> yeah. ice, ice cold. cold, ice cool. Uh, Min one 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 May twenty eighteen. Min one 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 is the name of the um, the author here. I remember this movie being shown in school, just like me, uh, just before term finishes for the Christmas season, and it was a really cool movie to watch. Cool Runnings <laughs> is a very funny and entertaining uh, movie. It frozen? gets really funny as the movie progresses, thankfully. I wasn't actually <laughs> expecting it to be a good one, but I was proven wrong afterwards. It's actually a cool movie for the entire family to see. And a really cool one to watch during the Christmas period, I reckon. I also enjoyed Cool Runnings because I'm a fan of winter sports. And if you are too, then I'd recommend you see this movie. I might be wrong, but Cool Runnings might be one of those. Un- <laughs> he's very doubtful about everything. He's kind of like, I reckon I might be wrong. It's like you're not a judge yeah, putting down yeah, a yeah, sentence. He's, he's, here like a, a he's, a, he's very political. Yeah. Uh, I might be wrong, but Cool Runnings might be one of those underrated ones. Produced by Walt Disney. Full stop. I hope this movie is shown on television. <laughs> Four out of ten. Four out of ten? Like, we're talking, we're talking about Edinburgh offline there, or Edinburgh offline. That's an example when you get a reviewer in to see your show, and they review the shit out of it, and they give you a fucking three-star review, and you're like, yeah. that's like a five-star it review. It reads I like five. I can't, I can't yeah, put it up on yeah. the... I can't put... Yeah. It, it, it reads... 
it got, guys, it reads like a five. Um, four out of ten. Like, I'd, I'd love to see this guy's ten-star review, but look, that's they're the pro review. Like that, and look, that's the second worst review for this movie on IMDb, which shows that it's it's not an overly hated movie. Um, I think that's the that's what the IM that's that's hmm. the finger on the IMDb pulse that I'm that I'm uh, yeah. letting you guys in on there. So taking that on board, factoring everything we talked about, um, we have to make the decision: Does this movie deserve a place in the lofty the lofty Cinestream vault? I'll give my little tuppence <laughs> and then I'll let you guys chip in. I have no real strong desire to put this into the vault. I I wouldn't deem it a Disney classic. I was surprised to see that it was actually the highest grossing live action film released by Disney. Oh wow. At that point in time. Yeah. Really? That that oh. that knocked me out because I'm thinking like nowadays what is that like a Disney movie that's not, like it's it's Yeah, Avengers. yeah. It's it's um like Black Widow, it's all these movies that's coming out where to think that a movie like this it could be the highest grossing movie that they've ever done at that point in time. That's impressive and it speaks to a different time. Like what we when we did Pretty Woman, I think like the, that the when you when you factored in like the exchange rates and inflation and stuff over a billion now, mm. like compared to like Pretty Woman is a billion dollar movie and Cool Runnings is kind of in that in that ballpark when you when you factor in the um, the inflation calculator. But Jesus Christ, if, that, if the movie was out today, I don't even think it would make the cinema. It would if it was made. It'd be a streaming show, but yeah. Anyway, it's not on the vault. It's not a classic. I don't think it's a hot take. I think it's. I, I'm feeling. I'm reading the Zoom room here. I think we might be on the same page. But Aaron, this is your baby. You put this forward for. Oh no! <laughs> you put this film forward for discussion. I let you. Um, I let you take the second vote. Uh, well, I mean, I, I, I chose the movie uh, based on. Flipping through, I, I knew th- flipping through the uh, the the Disney app that like there are a bunch of movies that I have strong attachments to, and I saw Cool Runnings, and I was like, ah, oh, I love Cool Runnings. Like my memory of it was yeah. like perfect film. This is a perfect yeah. <laughs> film, uh, and you know, rewatched it and with perspective, and you know, all the things that we talked about before i i would not i would not put it in the vault i wish that the film that they would have actually the made four an Irish effort lads to make that it were knocked out <laughs> their story <laughs> yeah i mean i would love to see that uh but i yeah i think i think the the whole outsider theme or like the 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 racist outsider theme is pretty egregious. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say no, and I don't need to see it again. Yeah, that was the big thing that. But I like Dougie Doug. Shout out to Dougie Doug, who is excellent yeah. in that. Who plays yeah, Senka. he is good. And but that is the thing that I landed with as well. And actually, you, you summed it up better than me. Um, it's just part of it. Uh, part of it is always would I want to watch it again, and how soon would I want to watch it, and. If it was if it was on TV yeah. in a year, I'd, I'd flick. I, you know, I wouldn't. Um, where if it was like something else from my childhood, like a Goonies or something like, you know, you're you're going to let it mm. play. Um, but no, Cool Runnings, swipe swipe left. Is it what way do you yeah. swipe when it's a bad thing? Left or right? Whatever. Left, <laughs> I like left. that. No, guys. Right? Left. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Dre? I, look, it's two two votes out. You know, we're in the. Well, to lean on an American sports term, we're in the 
down in the, the back of the eight. <laughs> the, What's all the, these baseball the terms? The ninth. <laughs> yeah. No, top, top of the, the ninth. We're in the, <laughs> the we're, back. We're the back of the, the eighth. Yeah. We've got yeah. Yeah. one and a half more yeah, innings. We're, got, we're two <laughs> two twenty five down the three six four. It's a full court, a full court back to the press, and we're, we're going for a free throw. All hinging on a hail mary. <laughs> Go for a free throw. Looking for a hail Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Um, like I, I'm the same as both of you in that like I got really excited when this was the chosen film and I watched it when when I rewatched it I was I was in quite a fragile state you know I had my first hangover <laughs> in a very long time I cried uh, multiple times throughout the film and at the end when they crashed and everyone clapped. I was uh, pretty much clapping along in the fucking sitting room, watching it myself. Like those <laughs> boys worked so hard, and um, yeah. I, I, I did really enjoy it. But afterwards, when I was doing the research, I was way more entertained by watching interviews with the real lads and finding out the real story. And mm. that's 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 actually what I enjoyed most about this whole, you know, this whole yeah. dive. And I do think that if Disney had have told the real story, and especially like, yeah, I just think if they had if they had told the real story and not changed the names, that this film would be in the vault. Um, it it they just took like the reasonings behind changing the plot for a sh- really stupid reason for their own yeah. vendetta to sh- to show racism and stuff like there was no need just, there was no need yeah. um just to line bloody Walt pockets Disney's pocket. um so yeah. instead yeah. i i think this instead of putting that in the vault I'd just like to th- throw in the real life footage of the boys and, and like a few interviews yeah. that they oh, did. And nice. um, one of the guys is a, is a, I was going to say emotional speaker, uh, motiv- motivational speaker. Motivational speaker. <laughs> yeah. So I think you are yeah. an emotional like, speaker. <laughs> they should be in the vault in an honorary sense, but yeah. the, but their real life footage is, should be in the vault. That's my, yeah. that's my tuppence. Yeah. They're very charming fellas. They're very yes. in, in, in infectious. Like uh, infectious is that the right word? You know, they're like uh, their personalities are like when they're being interviewed. Yeah, you just feel like some people are just really good like at being interviewed. Like, and you just you just get pulled into their story, yeah. and you just want to be yeah. in the bar with them, talking to them, and listen to their. And they, they definitely have that. Like, and I say they've got some amazing stories. Like, because the fact that they went back a few times. Yeah. And like all the like, and to your. It is yeah. so fucked they don't use their real names. Like, did they There's change? no way if these were four white yeah. athletes that they would have changed yeah. their names. There's would, no they would have way. To, would they have had to pay them extra to use their names? Like, is that a thing? Like, they're... Uh, well, it's still the first bobsled. Yeah, maybe. Like, to yeah. use their... I mean, that's even exactly, more fucked, yeah, that's it. it. Like, yeah. if, if that was a monetary exactly, decision. Yeah, I think yeah, they just wanted to... Yeah. yeah. N- in a way not be tied to the real people so that they could take all those fucking liberties, you know, yeah. because there was, because yeah. they, yeah, like I didn't know who each of the actors was representing, you know what I mean? In, in terms of real life and I, mm-hmm. and the actors were probably yeah. watching that as well, 
like, oh, uh, is that meant to be me? Is that meant to be you? Like, so that's maybe they they did that so they couldn't mm-hmm. they couldn't have a pull on things. But yeah, bullshit. <laughs> yeah, bullshit. So there yeah. it is. Three out of three. No asterisks. Yes. No nothing. Hard. Cold. No. Cool runnings. More like tepid walking. Anyway, it's gone. It's not going in. We're not doing it. I don't have an outline. We're out. Tepid walkings. Game over. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. Being a parent can be really challenging. It's normal to feel uncertain about whether you're doing the right things to raise healthy and happy children. That's why Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them build confidence in their parenting journey. Everyone deserves to have someone they can turn to for support with parenting. Visit ChildAndFamilyResourceNetwork.org today. Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit ChildAndFamilyResourceNetwork.org today.